Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome back to another Modernizer Die podcast, CFML News Edition. It's episode 164, September 20th. Thanks, everybody, joining me live in the chat. I see David, who said it's his favorite weekly show, and Ville has said good evening. So good evening, Ville. Uh, looks like we couldn't find Brad today. He got stuck in a server room tied up with cables or something. So I'm going to go solo for this one, which is good news for you guys, because it means we usually get through a little faster. Um, so let's get on with the show. So uh, again, I'm Gavin Pickin, Senior Developer at Autist Solutions, so thanks for joining me. And without Autist, we wouldn't be able to do this podcast, so thank you, Autist Solutions. Uh, they obviously make Coldbox, Commandbox, Forgebox, Testbox, and most of the favorite boxes out there. And there's a few ways you guys can say thanks back. There's a few free and a few paid. Um, a good way to thank Autist Solutions is to buy a workshop ticket for After CF Summit. So we have a, a workshop called Learn Coldbox APIs, Vue.js, and Quasar for exporting to mobile, desktop, and the web. So that workshop is going to be a two-day workshop after CF Summit. Uh, we still got rooms if you guys are... Uh, if you guys are already uh, interested in that, we've, uh, we've still got a few seats left. We're trying to make that workshop a great workshop. I will tell you a little bit more about it later. But some free ways you can help us, though. You can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. Um, you can help us reach for the stars. Um, basically, if there's any repos that you use from, from Order Solutions, uh, you can go and star them and fork them. All over GitHub helps promote Cold Fusion in general. So you can do that. And there's a command box dash GitHub command that'll basically uh, star and fork, or at least star all your repos that you're using in your sites from Forgebox. It's pretty cool. That's up there. And you can subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review. Actually, reviews are awesome, and they help us get noticed, so thank you for doing that. You can also sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast, which is releasing content all the time. We do have a couple more paid options. You can um, support the Box Life Store, uh, order solutions slash about dash us slash shop. And you can find some cool t-shirts like some of the ones you've seen us wear and into the box. And we also have Audis's book, 102 Cold Box HMVC Quick Tips and Tricks, which is up on Gunroad. So those are some ways you can say thanks back to Audis. And David, you're a pretty, pretty keen on the eye there. We'll talk a little bit more about Hacktoberfest very soon. So another way uh, you can support us in this podcast is via Patreon. And so we want to uh, say thank you to our impeccable Patreon supporters. We're following Eric's, Eric Peterson's trend of using a new synonym every week. So goal one, uh, basically we have 40 Patreons supporting us. And so we actually provide 100% of the funding for this podcast through Patreon, which is awesome. Um, we also have 33% uh, of the way to fully fund the hosting of our forgebox.io, our package manager site, and that supports all the S3 downloads and all the storage for all those packages and make sure that it's up and running. So you guys are doing a great job, so thank you for that, and then we'll tell you a little bit more about the Patreons a little later on in the show. Okay, so we have some news and announcements, so let's get into it. So first of all, I uh, wanted to say thank you for the ITB session survey raffle people who filled that out. So uh, the ITB session surveys, we have a, a form link and those who attended would have got a link in their email, there would be a link in the box Slack team. And so what we've done is we've drawn a few of the names from, from the people who have already filled out the session survey. So we've got a few prizes to announce right now. 
And I want to give everyone a couple more weeks to fill in some more. We'd like more survey responses so we can help make sure that Into the Box is better uh, every year. And that we also share that information with the speakers too. We share it anonymously with the speakers. So don't worry if you want to be a little harsher, that's okay. We just want good feedback so we can help um, improve what we're doing and offer the best uh, conference we can. So uh, again, if you were an attendee, look in the box team Slack or in your email for those session surveys, or if you're watching them on CFCast, the link is right there. Okay, so first up, we have an Amazon gift card and that goes to Ali Awan. So thanks Ali for filling out some session surveys. And we also have a, a modern CFML book, which we'll be sending to Sean Odin. And we have another uh, modern CFML book we'll be sending to Ryan Hinto. So those are our winners for the ITB session survey raffle. And again, we have a couple more weeks to, to fill more of those in. We'll be giving away some more modern CFML books and we'll be giving away a, a shirt of your choosing from the Box Life Store. So if you want one of those cool server up t-shirts or some of the other cool t-shirts, maybe a Coach Gavin shirt, uh, you guys can pick from the Box Life Store. So that is up for grabs. So a couple more weeks. Again, please fill those out. They do help us make the conference better. Okay, so next up, we have a, a little announcement. We have a job section later, but I wanted to spotlight this a little bit more. Obviously, you know, Audis is growing, right? Where we started in the US, we've expanded to El Salvador. We have over 25 people there. Luis just announced into the box that he is now starting the Spain office for, uh, for Audis, but we're actually looking for another senior USA developer. So I'm going to share my screen for those who are watching, but, uh, We've always had this sort of announcement rolling, but we're actually actively looking and begin starting the, the interview process right here. So we're looking for a senior ColdFusion CFML developer. Um, the big two things that I just want to spotlight is um, we work with a lot of clients in the USA time zone. So US time zone availability is a must and you must have a US, US citizen or resident or work visa. So those are the two big criteria, but look through the other uh, requirements and then email infoautosolutions.com uh, if you're interested in this job. Uh, like I said, we're willing to grow the team a little bit more. If you've sent in things pre previously, just email us again to make sure that you're still interested and we're gonna be, uh, like I said, going through that process and adding another USA developer to our team. So that's exciting. Uh, a lot of cool things come as being part of the Audis team. So looking forward to, to having a new member. So if you are looking for a job or you know someone that is looking, please tell them to check that out. Okay. Now, uh, CF Summit is coming up, and we will talk about that in the conference section, but there's something a little different that I wanted to spotlight too. So uh, one of the sessions is actually an Ask Me Anything session, and uh, Dave Ferguson and Matt Gifford are going to be hosting that one, but the cool thing is you get to ask your questions in advance, so they get a bit of chance to answer them and then provide that feedback during the session. Um, and so I'm going to share the link here. I'm going to share my screen at the same time. So they have a real simple CF Summit 2020 Cold Fusion Ask Me Anything submission form. So you can put your uh, you know your email address, your name, and then you can choose if you want to keep your information private or not. But then you can ask them uh, you know a question. And there's actually some prizes that are going to be won. So if you do ask a question and you're there on the answer, you might be one of those people that can win something from the raffle. So uh, it's pretty cool. I'm going to again share that link here for the Ask Me Anything. The link is really long, so let me 
like that little shoulder here but uh it's kind of cool that they're doing that uh, i like those sessions where you get to you know sort of dive into a little more detail and having it available beforehand means that you don't have to worry about on the spot trying to think of a question so uh definitely a good one to check that out and i'm just going to put the the link here for that oldest job as well because we want you to guys go fill out that information and email us and let us know that you're looking okay so something we didn't mention last week but uh, i wanted to spotlight it now um is that the state of the cf union survey is obviously a big deal uh, and every year uh michaela over at terratech does a great job with this and you can see that uh, instead of bugging Brad, um, I actually answered some questions about sort of the analysis of part one. So Mikhail and I went through and spent a long time, it seemed like, what is the video, like an hour and a half or something. And we just talked about the uh, the first, I think, not even a third of it. It was a pretty big, uh, pretty big session. So we, we went through and looked at a... Uh, uh, a lot of different pieces of it. So we looked at CF versions and we broke down the percentages for server environments and then Lucy, um, you know, and it was pretty interesting looking at the frameworks and the CSS and JavaScript and mobile development. So we kind of dove into a lot of that stuff, but it was kind of interesting. One of the stats that really stood out and they, they spotlighted it right here is so far right now, we see 60% of the people who are using a supported ColdFusion's licensed product. So if you're using Adobe ColdFusion, only 60% of the people are actually using one that's supported right now. It's kind of crazy, but uh, a lot of other cool insights in that uh, podcast as well. We went through, tried to pull some numbers and some stats, and uh, it was pretty interesting. So if you guys want, you can check that out. Uh, that is up on Teratech's website, part of the CF Alive podcast. So I think you guys could go check that out. We'll be recording another one pretty soon here. Um, just got to try and make time to get the second one and we'll, uh, we'll dive into more of it. So keep an eye out for that uh, next podcast coming up soon too. Okay. Now David saw it. So I'm wearing my Hacktoberfest t-shirt and uh, that means Hacktoberfest is right around the corner. So October, uh, you know, Oktoberfest is pretty big in Germany. A lot of uh, CF camps have been during that time period uh, for a lot of beer drinking, food festival fun. And if you look here, the Oktoberfest site is up. It looks pretty high tech. Systems critical. Registration begins September 26th. So it's coming very soon. Uh, the site is up. There's some information here. Um, and again, it's for those who don't know what it is, it's basically a way to uh, help promote people using and, and contributing to open source development. Um, so a lot of people are getting ready and yeah, the reason we're talking about it right now is it's prep timber. So instead of September, it's prep timber. We're going to prep because, uh, what we want to do is we want to add Hacktoberfest to all the projects that are using it on GitHub. And that way it makes it easy for people to find. Um, so there are non-code contributions this year as well. So previously we've talked about doing stuff, um, like committing technical documentation or, you know, doing some testing or stuff like that, you know, but now they're actually doing some non-code contrib contributions. So you'll be able to help with translating or copy editing, um, or you can do some design stuff. And then also advocacy is a new thing. So they want to be able to actually like promote and thank people for social media and blog posts. Uh, so this here, um, they say that you should create a pull request or a merge request to track it, even though that will be tracking basically, you know, like a, a non-code thing. So I thought that was pretty neat. 
But uh, the short of it is, is they have these cool t-shirts. Uh, and if you don't want a t-shirt, you can actually plant a tree in your name. And that's what they've done in previous years. But a lot of information up there on hacktoberfest.com. But all you CFMLers out there, if you have a project up on GitHub, open source, uh, start adding your Hacktoberfest um, tags to everything so people can find them um, and then basically prepare for a huge amount of pull requests. So the idea is that you get your pull requests uh, in during the month of October. You get, I think, usually it's five. Uh, we'll have to check the rules for this year. But uh, if you get five pull requests in, you meet the criteria and then you get these cool shirts. And these are some of the best feeling, you know, fitting and designed wise some of the best shirts that i've had in my little swag collection so you see me wearing them quite a lot so is anybody here in the chat also got one of these shirts from hacktoberfest in the past i think i've got four or five now and like i said they're some of my favorite shirts andrew davis is there he says he has an old one i think he got that like maroonish pink one that's one of my favorites. Eric Peterson also wears that one a lot too. I've seen you wear that one, Andrew. And Michael Bourne said he's got a few. So anyway, that's coming up. So again, if you're a, a developer, save your pull request for a little bit longer. Uh, if you're a maintainer, add that little Hacktoberfest and let's get ready. It's Preptember. Let's get ready for Hacktoberfest. Oh, apparently Michael Bourne signed up twice by accident one year and got two identical shirts. Sounds like you're cheating the system there, dude. Okay, so new releases and updates. Let's get into those. So, um, I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks back, we talked about how Lucy has introduced uh, query listeners. And so they're going on this little listener kick here. And again, this applies to Lucy 5.3 and also uh, Lucy 6. So it's an experimental feature in 5.3. It's going to be a full feature in 6. And uh, they're released one for male listeners now. So these kind of little lifecycle webhook type things um, they've set up. So yeah, you can actually listen for your CF mail tags. You can listen to the defined, uh, listeners defined to the listener attribute overwrite any mail listener defined in the application CFC. So you can change the content of the email before the listener method or turning a struct with some or all the following keys. Interesting. So it's kind of, this is kind of what I do when we're using CB mail and we use, um, we use interceptors to basically check the CB mail content. Uh, and then we can change things. And in staging, we prepend things with staging and maybe we want the emails actually make it out if they're not in the list of, you know, loud emails. Uh, and so that's pretty interesting. So they've got this mail listener CFC and they've got a before function and an after function. So basically you can just override. So you can override those from and twos. Interesting. So, but yeah, that's something that they're playing with. Like I said, they've got query listeners, they've got mail listeners, they're adding a bunch of those types of things. So pretty cool to see those. And uh, Zach is doing a good job of keeping everybody up to date on that. Okay, so for those who want to follow along, the link is in the chat. But next up, let's talk about some webinars. So last week, Brad, John, and I met and we talked about Into the Box. We'd made a sort of a recap. We didn't want to take over the entire show last week on the CFML News podcast talking about Into the Box, although we surely could have, uh, and it still took up half the show. But we had another webinar, and so we just got to sort of chit-chat, pretty low-key, relaxed uh, discussion about Into the Box and some of the cool things that came out of it and, you know, listed all the things. And the funny thing is, we still missed a few things. So in that recap, um, which is up on YouTube, um, 
we went through, we spoke for about an hour or something. And then once we're done, <laughs> Luis is like, uh, you forgot to announce that we moved to Spain and we're expanding there. And you forgot to announce, uh, CB debugger HQ. And <laughs> so there's a whole bunch of little things that we'd, uh, miss. So that is in the, the recap blog post though. So that does have a little bit more, but again, uh, the keynotes are free. You can w go watch them on YouTube too, if you want to find out a little bit more, but the recap also talked about, you know, some feedback from some of the people. We had some good responses from, uh, you know, other attendees who wrote recaps as well. So we included some of that information. So if you want to check that one out, we had that last Friday, it's up on YouTube. Adobe is doing a few workshops. Um, so tomorrow we have, a uh, one from Damien Bruendonk, so Adobe Cold Fusion Workshop. That's 9 a.m. Central European time. Um, we also have a webinar on Thursday. So Mark Takata is doing the Building Adobe Connect Custom Pods. So you guys can check that one out. And there's a couple more coming up. Um, a native mobile application one with Cold Fusion and Monaco.io in November. And then December, the, the holiday winter special a preview of Cold Fusion 2023. So lots of cool links there. The full list is um, available on their website. I'm going to share my screen for those watching, but I, the link is in the show notes. And so you guys can see they have all their, all their online events right here. You can get more information about each and register. But again, it's, it's nice to have it nice in one place, easy to find. So, okay. Next up, let's talk about CFCast. So again, after Into the Box, uh, we're finally getting back to recording some new video series for you. We did just release the ITB videos, so they're available for just ITB ticket holders only right now. We mentioned that we're going to be releasing the rest of the videos to subscribers in December, part of our 12 days of Christmas. So that'll be uh, being launched then. If you'd like to get tickets before that, reach out. We can still do uh, ITB virtual tickets that'll get you access to all those videos now. So you don't have to wait to December. And we have more videos coming from uh, the Forgebox module of the week and the CF cast, uh, sorry, the CF code hint, tip and trick of the week. VS code, sorry, not CS code. So those videos are coming out every week, but we're still working on new content. So sorry, into the box was kind of crazy. A lot of things happening. So we're, we're just playing catch up on all that. So we've got a series that I'm working on boxifying a third party library. Uh, Eric is working on a cold box elixir series. Daniel Garcia is working on a get started with content box series. And then, uh, again, if you wait till December, you'll see those, uh, into the box videos. If you're not an ITB ticket holder. And just for clarification too, the way that these private series work on CFCast is when we send you like a coupon, you'll get it in your email. You have to actually click on it and basically, you know, receive the gift. Some people um, may not want the gift on the same address that they signed up for. So by actually clicking on the gift to redeem it, you make sure that it attaches to the right account. That's why we have it set up that way. And so some people are logging in and saying, I can't find the videos because you have to go to the email and actually redeem that gift. So you need to accept that gift and connect it to your account. And then you'll better see all those videos in CFCAS. Um, they're, they're hidden for everybody else. They're only available to those who actually attended ITB um, as a virtual or in-person attendee. So just a little tip there, but uh, it's going great. And again, if you guys do watch those ITB videos on CFCAS, please fill out the session surveys. We really appreciate it. Next up, conferences. So 
the next big one for us is just a couple weeks away now. It's CF Summit. So that's going to be the 10th CF Summit. It's going to be at the Mirage in Las Vegas, Nevada. And Adobe has hooked up some great prices for the conference, but also for the rooms. So they've got some really good deals. Um, part of the whole, you know, COVID thing and all the postponements and everything else, they've actually locked in some really good prices from before COVID. So uh, it's probably the best time to go get some great deals on those rooms. Great deal on the conference. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, if we look at the website, we'll see that there's actually uh, the agenda is already up there. And if you scroll down on the first day, you'll see a familiar face. Daniel Garcia is one of the first ones up after the keynote. We've got some, some pretty big names in there. And then you'll see myself just after that and after lunch. We have Brad and Pete at the same time. It'll be a tough decision. But we also have Luis as well and Matt Gifford. So a lot of cool stuff. That first day is going to be orders packed, but again, a lot of community names here. And then there's more on the next day. There's, uh, you know, a lot of great content as well. Ray Camden's going to be there. There's uh, a lot of good people. David Byers. So a lot of people that we know. Some fresh faces too, but some some older, more familiar faces like David Tattersall talking about Fusion Reactor as well. And Marsha's in there talking about NFTs. Interesting. So we have to get on the bandwagon and do some NFT stuff, I guess, but uh, a lot of cool stuff. So if you guys uh, want to check out the agendas up there, and again, if you want to register, it's still early bird pricing. They've left it up there. They're trying to really make sure that the 10th one for them is a huge success. So support them. Uh, they're taking a financial hit to make it successful. So we should, uh, you know, repay the favor and go and uh, have a good time. So don't forget Adobe does these cool pool parties as well. Uh, it's going to be a good time. The day after the conference, they do have their um, their one-day Adobe Certified Professional Training. So if you'd like to do that, uh, that's available in, as well. And again, if you want to stick around a little bit longer in Vegas, we have the Audis CF Summit Training Workshop as well. So we know it's kind of late in the, the game. So if you do want to change your airfares and come to the, the, the training workshop, we're actually willing to basically give you a $50 refund towards your travel change since you'll have to change your ticket. Um, but we're going to give away a free t-shirt, a modern CFML book. You get a free cold, uh, cold box zero to hero workshop on CFCast to help you prepare for it as well. Me and Louise, two day training. It's going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully we can get, you know, a few more people there, make it cozy, make it fun, lots of learning. And then, uh, as I always tease, we're in Vegas. The Brazilian steakhouse is amazing. They've got top golf right around the corner. You know, I think we can make it a pretty good time. I know Andrew's been to the Brazilian steakhouse and top golf with me there a few times. Uh, always a lot of fun. So we're hoping you guys can uh, come make that as well. So again, two-day training. Uh, sign up. We've still got the early bird pricing. Um, that pricing is $7.99 right now for the two-day workshop. It will go up this week. So get your tickets in the next couple of days. Um, we're, we'll be putting that pricing up very soon. Okay. So maybe you're done with CF for a little bit. You want a break. We have the AWS Awesome Day Online Conference. So if you guys are looking, um, that's a, a pretty cool little conference. Get up to speed with what everything's going on in uh, the AWS world. I like the fact they do these intro sessions because I always struggle to, you know, basically catch up and, and keep up with all the different services they have. So they have a pretty cool one out here. It's going to be uh, October 20th, sorry, just 9 to 12 p.m. Um, but I'm going to share my screen for those watching. See, it's just a, you know, bringing the cloud down to earth, you know, three hour cloud training and just, 
you know, it's a great starting point to figure out how to get on there. So, um, you know, intro to AWS services and security, looking at compute and storage, then moving to databases and networking, and then innovation with AWS and sort of the course summary. So I think it's a, a pretty cool little, little three hour thing. And if you've done it, if you've sort of okay with AWS, maybe this is a little too low for you, but I think it's one of those things they're always changing so much. It's probably worth just redoing and revisiting and, and making sure you're up to speed with everything going on in the AWS world. So uh, it's a good starting point. There's a lot of sessions at you know ITB and CF Summit as well using AWS. So it's just one of those things you probably should look at. Uh, we have Into the Box Latam coming up in December. So the first week of December will be there in uh, San Salvador and El Salvador. So uh, we're working on the updating the site, getting the speakers announced. We've got some USA um, Audis members be traveling down for that as well. So we'll be announcing all that information very soon. But if you're already planning for next year, we've got you covered. We've got a couple of uh, conferences already lined up. So DevNexus, which is the big Java conference that Brad and Luis always speak at and attend, and we have a few other people going to that. Um, but that's going to be April 4th through 6th in Atlanta. And they have their super early bird pricing on already. So if you get it in the next three weeks before October 9th, you can basically save half your money. So 50% off roughly. Um, and then if you want to speak, if you're planning on speaking, they've got the call for papers open until November 15th. So DevNexus is a, it's a pretty big conference, lots of cool stuff there. They have lots of different frameworks and products and everything else. And it's a, it's a top notch uh, conference. I know Brad and Luis go there and compare what other languages are doing, try to learn from a few things. And it's kind of nice to see that, you know, ColdFusion is better and does things a little easier than some of those as well. But uh, DevNexus, it's a, it's a pretty big conference. And if you guys are looking, I mean, the, the price right now, again, half price, you can get a two, three day conference, you know, for a couple hundred bucks. It's a pretty good deal. And that's at Atlanta. So if you guys are in the area, maybe DevNexus is something you can put on your list for next April. And then we have Into the Box 2023. Yep, we're already planning it. We've already got stuff in motion. We're just waiting for the hotel to, to finalize the dates, but we're looking middle of May uh, in 2023. So start planning, get your, um, you know, get your budget taken care of, get your travel approval uh, ready, start making plans. Uh, we'll be giving you the full details once we have those dates super finalized. We don't want to do any, you know, moving stuff around. So hopefully May means no conflicts with any other conferences and we'll be ready to go. I think David said he might even be in the country, so he's excited he can actually come back to Into the Box. So hopefully that middle of May works for you, David. And again, hopefully the hotel can uh, confirm and we'll we'll give you those dates as soon as we know them for sure. But we're excited to, to be back in May. And again, CF Camp right now, no official dates. Uh, we're looking for uh, summer 2023, they said. So hopefully we can get that. And then, uh, yeah, we'll have Into the Box in May, maybe CF Camp in June or July. And then we'll be uh, back into the Adobe world when usually September, October be a pretty awesome year for conferences. So that wraps up all our conferences in the conference section. But if you go to conf.tech, you can find out more. There's a whole bunch of in-person, online, everything else. So lots of cool stuff there. And David said he's already got his ticket. He's going to be there the whole month. So David, we will work as hard as we can to make sure we stick in May so you can be there. So we're excited to have you back, David. 
Okay, let's talk about some blog posts. So blog tweets and videos of the week. So first up, we're going to start with Grant Copley. So he's talking about prefetching in CB Wire. So if you guys haven't seen CB Wire, it's awesome. Uh, it's actually quite a few videos up on CFCast for free about CB Wire. Um, it's a it's a cool little uh, framework, and I just just watched a couple of videos about um, what's coming out in LiveWire three. And it looks pretty amazing. And Grant is excited to bring it to CB Wire too, because CB Wire is built on top of like the LiveWire uh, setup, which is a huge, huge project in the Laravel world. And they're doing some awesome stuff. But uh, prefetching is what they're working for here. Um, basically, allows you to invoke an actions results on mouse over using the prefetch modifier. Um, so based on a button, you can have a prefetch. And so when you actually put your mouse over it, it will start to prefetch the generate PDF function. Uh, that's pretty cool. So there's a lot of cool stuff in, li um, like I said, in LiveWire, which CBY gives us the ability to do. And it makes things so much easier. No build processes, no crazy stuff like that. It can bring, you know, web development back to the, the good old days where we didn't have to have, you know, a million build files and all this process. And watching that LiveWire video from the Laracon was kind of, interesting to hear why he created it uh caleb porto created that and alpine and the new version of livewire is going to be mixing alpine and, and livewire together so really pretty cool to see that happening and a lot of good stuff coming our way with that and grants grants all over cb wire so expect a lot of cool things coming from there we also had a a blog post from michael Bourne. he was a blogger on his site and about how to get the version of Java, uh, any version of Java package from CFML. And so let me pull up my screen for those watching. Um, he was talking about like the Apache POI library is awesome tool for messing with spreadsheets and stuff. And we you know we have the, the one from Julian Halliwell, the spreadsheet CFML library. Um, but basically when he's talking about using like Apache POI standalone, uh, he gets an error because a method didn't exist. So, this was related to, you know, Lucy has an old version of the Apache POI by default. He doesn't know which version it is, you know, so uh, basically sort of walks about like how to read the package in Lucy, find out about it, look at the class loader. Uh, and so I like these examples you can walk through bit by bit. So this is how he figures out which version of the POI library is running. Uh, and so Lucy ships with POI 2.5.1. And that was released in 2005. So he's like, eek, that's kind of crazy. So a lot of times those built-in libraries are out of date. So giving this information, you can sort of find out which version it's running. So you can see which versions and methods are actually going to run and which ones won't. So he actually shows you how to do it in Adobe as well. And so he walked through this process and he even came up with a little cross-engine solution. Um, so this is what he did, basically. Try to see if <laughs> if it's Lucy, do this. Otherwise, do that. Um, but yeah. So it was kind of cool, just a, a little helper there. You know, those little, you know, simple simple problem. Here's the solution. Blog posts are really invaluable. So thanks for sharing that, Michael. Um, Benadel also had one. And this is actually a JavaScript one, but I still thought it was useful for those... Uh, you know, in the CFML world, sometimes you see some JavaScript implementations, and especially because he's been working on this uh, whole feature flag stuff. And so in this feature flag stuff, he's actually going to be working with Angular as his front end. Ben does a lot of work with Angular. Um, so 
in this one here. Um, he implements it, and he admits that his little feature flag library still has some uh, some work to be done. It's not the, you know, the interface leaves a lot to be desired. But his little video here, so he can work out using the Angular 14 front end to his Cold Fusion feature flag exploration. And so again, he's got all his code from a Strangular project up on GitHub. And then you can see he's working with uh, Angular here. So um, again, if you are using Angular, this might be a cool way to look at it, but watch the video if you want to see him building up his feature flag libraries. Okay, next up we had one and James Moberg was uh, talking about our braces valid uh, in ColdFusion CFML, a little UDF that he created. And so, this is one of those things where he found a, a UDF um, on cflib.org, and it was basically trying to figure out if, you know, in the in the SQLI, if uh, braces are correctly matched before processing. And so um, you can see some crazy examples he's got in the little image up here. Um, but basically, it's trying to figure out if braces are actually valid. And so we made some updates to it to basically make sure that if you have a starting brace, it looks for the closing brace too. And so uh, he basically built his own and he's got little little tests set up for this here. So if you guys want to validate your uh, SQL scripts a little bit better, uh, looking for matching braces is a good way to go. So again, thanks for James for hurting my head with that one. I'll share that link. Sorry, I don't have somebody else to help copy paste today. So I'm... Uh, a little slow on the links here. Okay, so next up we had the into the box recap. Um, so this was just something that we we put together, and it really is a, a pretty full blog post. If you want to grab some stuff from there to convince your boss for next year or whatnot, uh, please do. It's it's pretty detailed, and we'll we'll walk through for those who are watching. Um, but we you know basically gave a little summary talked about the recap video that we took, uh, we presented as well. Uh, you know, made a little thank you. And for those watching, you can see some pictures too. So here's one of the pictures from when Luis was talking, uh, during the, I think that was inside the, the keynote maybe, but basically, you know, we wanted to thank the attendees and the speakers and all the sponsors, uh, and then the ITB committee. And then it was kind of cool to see, from people what the big ones were from the conference and so we spotlighted a couple of quotes we got a couple of pitches here from them all having fun at happy box um but again we had a couple of quotes here from from like nolan and uh, john farrar talking about the, their own little recap of the itb but uh we walked through and like gave sort of you know the pros and cons and you know nothing beats an impression workshop when you've got a hands-on with a small you know, a small group of an expert trainer that would guide you and talked about the hallway track, you know, and then the venue and the meals and everything. We've talked about that too. And so just a little spotlight. And then some of the, here's the three amigos, uh, Luis Agato and Javier having fun. But again, you know, just a, just a pretty good recap here. We went through all the different product announcements here. So again, I think there's like 10 new modules and packages released and we had about 10 or 12 updated modules and packages. And then again, we mentioned how Audis is expanding and some of the work we're doing with TriCF and CFML rocks, which uh, we're in the process of getting launched and John Farrar is reminding us daily that it's not up yet. So we'll be uh, talking about that. But we also talked about more of what that site will have 
So it'll have information about CFML in general. What is it? Why should we use it? Who's using it? Some case studies, but also a lot of cool on-site learning things. So basically little tri-CF powered playgrounds and tutorials and everything else. So, uh, but again, a lot of, a lot of products and everything else. So, and then we link to those other recap posts. So it's a recap of recaps, but, uh, we thought we should do that. And again, if you guys are thinking about attending next year, that's a great blog post to read and find out a little bit more about what happened and what people are thinking. And, and the cool thing for me is when you're at the conference and everyone doesn't say, you know, like, thanks, bye. They're always like, see you next year because they're all coming back. So can't wait for into the box 2023. Hopefully it'll be the biggest ever. And, uh, the 10th one got to do something special for that. Next up, we also have um, the official announcement on Fusion Reactor 9. Last week, we spotlighted Charlie's. Charlie uh, had had the announcement out before they did. And um, so this one here is a, you know, a really solid blog post, lots of screenshots and descriptions and walks through. Uh, and again, it's really helps those who are using the cloud, but also on-premise Fusion Reactor. So lots of benefits for both. So go check that one out as well, the Fusion Reactor blog. Next up, um, Charlie actually recommended this book. Um, and so this is a review of that book and it's called DevOps Tools for Java Developers. And so obviously we're living the CFML world, which is tightly sort of coupled to the Java world. So this book review here um, might be something you might find useful. Charlie was thinking, you know, as a Cold Fusion developer, a lot of these things, you know, are pretty tangential to us and we might better use some of them. So. Uh, it goes through and gives a review of the book. So it looks like a pretty good one. Talks about source control, containers, monoliths, continuous integration, package management, securing binaries, deploying for developers. I mean, a lot of these things make sense to, you know, all software development, not just Java. So um, I think it's a, it sounds like a pretty good book. So if anyone gets it and reads it, uh, be kind of cool to see what they think about it. Sounds like a, a good book. Okay, and so I'll share that link to that one as well. And again, a review, and again, recommended by Charlie. So, pretty cool. Okay, quite a lot of blogs and posts there, but uh, let's get on with things. Next up, we have find a job. So, we've got uh, six new jobs listed on the Get CFML site this week. So, we have uh, Lucy Confusion Developer and in Belgium and England, that's kind of weird. Belgium and England, United Kingdom, interesting. And we have a software developer in Hanover, Germany. And we also have a senior software developer, uh, Confusion developer in Reston, Virginia. We have a senior software developer remote. And then we have um, an enterprise sales account manager, which is not sure how much Confusion is involved there, but we also have a software engineer uh, Cold Fusion position at remote as well. So six jobs there. So lots of opportunities for some good jobs. Uh, get cfmljobs.com. And then again, Auto Solutions is hiring. So um, go check out um, the Auto Solutions website about dash us slash careers. We're actively looking for a USA developer right now. So if you've sent us resumes and everything, just email us, let us know you're still interested. If you haven't, please do. Uh, we said we want to add one to the team. The team's growing. Uh, a lot of cool opportunities to working with a lot of different customers here at Auto Solutions. 
Okay, so next up, Forgebox module of the week. And this week we're going to talk about CB Playwright. So one of those uh, sessions and one of the things mentioned in the keynote into the box, um, Eric Peterson worked like crazy to get done for into the box because that's what we do. Um, CB Playwright, it's a, for those who haven't used it, Playwright's a really awesome tool. And this CB Playwright module allows you to tie into uh, Playwright from TestBox and actually run actual tests in browsers. And I really love the session at into the box. So it's pretty neat. Um, it gives you the ability to take screenshots. It does videos. It does all that type of stuff. But it's like basically uh, it plugs into things, you know, so using your Using command box, you can do box playwright install Chromium or Firefox or WebKit or Microsoft Edge and actually use those browsers to actually run your tests. Um, and the code is pretty simple too. You'll say variables.playwright.firefox.launch and then you can do page is browser.newpage. You can navigate somewhere, wait for the load state and expect the title to be something. Uh, you, can, you can do all sorts of crazy stuff. It's like Selenium, but it really gives you the power to, to do so many more things and it's pretty slick eric's got a really nice uh um you know fluent interface with it so you can really really make your test very very fluent very readable and really powerful so i'm really excited to see what people do with cb playwright but that is our forgebox module of the week next up we have our vs code hint tip and trick of the week and so this one here uh, is another icon set. I know we've talked about a few icon set over the few years we've been sort of doing these VS Code hints, tips, and tricks, but this one actually looks like a, a pretty nice set. It's um, probably going to be not quite as popular as the main VS Code icon set, but this one has 1.3 million installs already, and it's got a lot of icons, 200 plus icons in it. Um, I like some of the folder set up sometimes the folders are kind of hard to tell if you're in it or if it's expanded or not or if it's closed and so here you can see in some of the icons for those watching uh, the folders are a lot easier to understand and there's a, a lot of cool ones in here so you know most of the ones we're using i can see in here um we have a cfc so yeah cfe c cfml or cfm so it's got some of our cold fusion ones in there too so that's pretty neat so that's just a, a nice little little icon set and anything to make your, your ID a little clearer, a little more readable is a, a big plus for me, I think. So uh, the VS Code, great icons. And again, uh, yeah, it's one of the, the top two icon packs, I think, alongside of the, the VS Code icons. So that is our VS Code hint, tip, and trick of the week. Whoops. Okay, next up, our Patreon supporters. So thanks everybody uh, for supporting us on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash order solutions, you can find out more about our packages and we got a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, again, our bronze packages and up, you get a Forgebox Pro and CFCast subscription as a perk. Uh, all Patreon supporters has a profile badge on the community website. The all Patreon supporters have their own private forum access on the community forum too. Um, just recently, we started up a little private channel on the Box Team Slack channel, and that's where I get to bug you with some questions and uh, uh, sort of ask you what you want to do as a Patreon. Uh, and that's where we discuss different options. And so 
one of those things we've done recently is done some of the coding with the Kiwi and friend live streams. And I had some ideas for some more crazy options for new Patreon exclusives. And so we just did a, a little um, sort of poll in the Slack using some emoticons. So if you guys are in the Box Team Slack channel for the Patreons, go and vote. Because I was trying to ask, like, what are some of the other things you might want to do? Because I like the coding with the Kiwi and friends. Uh, it's, you know, it's fun to do. But I was also thinking about doing a software craftsmanship book club where we could talk about things like clean code, clean architecture, maybe the Google Developer's Guide, other cool things. Maybe that Java book, for example, where we can sort of meet and talk about some of the, the different uh, concepts and how they apply to cold fusion or how some of them might not apply. And so that's sort of some of the things in there. So I asked for about some of these other ideas and, you know, asked for feedback on something else they may want to see. Maybe office hours was something that you'd like to see as a Patreon exclusive. So we talked about that. And then I also threw out an idea of, you know, do you want these once a week, once a month is, you know, how much is too much? And so another option I threw out there was like, maybe you want uh, one Patreon exclusive a week, but maybe we'll do just one of those topics per month. So maybe the first week of the month, we'll do like a coding with a Kiwi thing. And maybe the second week we would do like an office hour. The third week would be, you know, a software book club thing or something. And so we've been voting on those. So if you're a Patreon, go check out the Box Team Patreon channel. You should be invited. And then you can go and have your say in that little Patreon. Anyway, back to the most important things. So we want to thank our patrons. We've got, I think, 40, 41 patrons right now. So let me mispronounce their names with love and care. Uh, their impeccable patrons are John Wilson from Synaptrix, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, Jonathan Perrette, Jeffrey McGee from Sunstar Media, and James Moberg is also at uh, Sunstar Media. So I thought I'd add him in there too. Dean Maunder, Nolan Irk, Abdul Rahim, Vildarun, Joseph Lamery, Don Bellamy, Jan Yannick, Lexma Tidahati, Brian Durinelli, Calvin Stanton, Jeremy Adams, Didier Lesnicki, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinberg with Agri Tracking Systems, Ben Adele, Richard Herbert, Brett DeLine, Kai Koenig, Charlie Earhart, Jason Diger, Sean Oden, Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Egado Cabasis, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Mongji, Kevin Wright, John Wish, Peter and Mary, and Kevin Venice. So thank you, all you impeccable patrons. We appreciate you. And uh, we want to say thank you to each and every one of you. And again, if you guys are supporting us in other ways, we do thank you too. But these guys are spending their hard-earned money, so they get a little extra credit. But for those of you that want to support us with pull requests and other things, remember Hacktoberfest is coming up. It's a great time to get a little reward too because you can get a t-shirt or tree planted in your name for participating in Hacktoberfest. So again, if you want to find out more, you can go to patreon.com slash autosolutions or you can look at the about us slash sponsors page on the autosolutions website. Okay, I think we got through everything. So we're under an hour for the first time in forever. So I guess it wasn't that short. I still talk a lot. So sorry, everybody. But you guys have a great week, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Bluetree Audio.